every time I start, I have nothing to say. And then something shows up usually. Mm -hmm. But um, the little trick here, remember when you would get descriptions about what you were doing unbeknownst to you, and then it sounded like another order to have to work on something else. And always with the fear that you were going to fail like every other urban renewal project. So there was a certain desire, really, ignorance would be bliss in a way. Yeah, but this 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 message is, is different because when you hear a description of what you are, it's responded by, I'm not that, yes? So all the things that you never wanted to be, but you felt you were, can land finally. Let them be as real as they want to be, and you'll see they're unreal, yeah? But while we're trying to make it unreal, they're as real as real can be. Yeah. So I remember when I was out there, maybe you're afraid to be a fraud, and when you're afraid to be a fraud, you've, you're afraid you're a fraud most of the day. So this whole thing is a step back, not a step forward. So this is not about trying to renew something or making better. It's just a step back and negate its ownership, so to speak, by I'm not that. And after a while, you don't have to say it. You may never have to say it, but if you do have to say it, say it. Yeah. And then something, because we're working on something that's actually true, you don't really have to do much. It's the shit, when you're making shit out of nothing, it's a lot of work to keep it appearing as something. But this is actually true. You are what you're looking for. So recognizing the simple logic, if, if you are what you're looking for, uh, what's going to drop off the looking for it, obviously? Yeah. Seriously. You know, if you if the seeker is the sort, then there's going to be a drop in the seeking level. That's just simple. And this is the beautiful logic of this. It brings you back to where you never left. And in that position, it's very disarming. I mean, you don't even have to hold your breath and try to inhale harder and exhale. There's nothing. You're just there and you're faced with the fact that all of this stuff that you're noticing and understanding and describing is not of you. And then just, I found it to become the new basis that this life and interpretation rested on and it brought a traveling lighter. Uh, I like a not on just specific topics, but on all topics. Yeah. Because in every topic, I'm involved with it. So if, there, if there's a relief where I am, there's going to be a relief of the topics. Yeah. I'm going to lose interest in a lot of shit I was interested in because I was hoping those things would help me get out of something or get into something. Right. And now that has been dismissed. And the obviousness of the day is you're here, you're always here. I mean, one of the first guys I ever did a, a a thing with on his website was never not here. This guy Richard, he was one. He's the first guy that got in touch with me when I ventured out of the recovery and we put the information out. He was the first dude 
and he had a website called Never Not Here. You're never not here. And uh, I did a lot, I did a couple of interviews with him. That was funny. But this whole idea, you know how you, when you attempted to go get into the moment, it was really a denial of that you are the moment. You don't see that. You don't see that movement that you would think was, oh, yeah, I'm going to take those 15 minutes three times a day to sit in the presence. That's sitting in the presence as if it's a special place at, at a special time. The head is using it for the opposite effect, which is then therefore you're out of the present 23 hours and 45 minutes a day, or let's say 15 minutes a day. So you sit three times for 15 minutes, 45 minutes, you're in the presence. And then the belief is that 23 hours and 15 minutes of other part, you're out of the presence. Do you see it? I mean, if you, if you see it, it's a twist you got to recognize a lot when the breaking down of the mental logic starts occurring. You're going to see a new logic yeah, that's going to take the place, sometimes quickly or sometimes slowly. And this new logic is much more sound and much more reliable. Therefore, it doesn't need a whole lot of rationalizations, excuses, blames to try to cover up its failure. It, because it's not a failed system. It works. Yeah. So you see blue is blue and red is red. And one thing you, you there's no debate about. There's no, you're always here, <laughs> sleeping, awake, doing whatever. You're always here. Yeah. And that becomes a norm now. And I'll tell you, there are so many mental uh trips that are based on the idea that you can, maybe you cannot be here. It's unbelievable how many things flourish with, the, with that one insane possibility that you may not actually be here. The, the, it's like grows like a vine. It has thousands of ideas about that. That thing can be cut at the root. Yeah, not by a counteracting thing, but a seeing of these things that are unbelievably, unimaginably taken to be true, yeah? And then they it, the, it comes to an end and there's a you're in a state of being convinced, yeah? And, there, and some of the being convinced never gets debated again, never gets, never gets called up for a review, doesn't have to be re-upped, it's just done. Yeah. And then you move on to some other misunderstanding and that fucking thing gets done and another misunderstanding. And then after a while, the misunderstandings that you've wanted to have to help you see is what's actually been blocking you off from seeing in a sense. And it's like taking a plank off a fence. I don't have to take every plank off, just a few and you'll see. Yeah. So a few misunderstandings, something... And then the, the light rushes out and rushes in. And then it just, the, the other shit falls like a domino. It has a strong effect. Yeah. You don't have to go through every misunderstanding. It's a house of cards. You don't have to pull every card out of the house. Yeah. Just a few. And then the thing falls apart. Yeah. And then you're left there. Your spiritual pants are down and you don't pull them up. 
Just let the fucking shit reveal you to you. Yeah. Reveal the you to what you are. Yeah. Then you'll travel lighter in the suit. You won't be taking it to be the skin all day. You'll be taking it to be something you're wearing. And then if circumstance, you just watch. We're we're in a very rich area and uh, San Francisco and stuff. Let's say you're at the airport and everyone is very civil and very nice. You know, oh, yes, get ahead or blah, blah, blah. When I go in there on a wheelchair, they check my legs to make sure I am disabled, you know? So I like to wear shorts because one leg is deformed and then all their questioning eyes are done, you know? But everything's good. Everything's just hanging out. But then their plane gets canceled or delayed. We'll see what happens. <laughs> see what the fuck happens to people. They lose it. Yeah. So their condition is precariously resting on other conditions. And they're all temporary and open to be changed. So therefore, your condition, dependent on these other conditions, is not dependable. Obviously, because the other conditions are not dependable. Things don't always go your way. Yes, it just doesn't happen. So this is being clear about the condition, which brings about a lot of wisdom concerning the other conditions. And then the things you may have heard at your first Buddhist talk about uh, everything is temporary, everything is that comes and goes can't be that satisfying, and all these descriptions of why you're not being fed by this diet of the world. Yeah. There's something that's lacking. You're not getting something you need and it's not where you think you're looking for it. It's just not available. And so that about the emptiness and all this, this becomes clear. Yeah. It just does not by trying to study more. It just becomes clear because the, the clarity isn't on the top level. It's based on the under, misunderstanding at the bottom. Yeah, When the misunderstanding at the bottom uh, gets cleared up, the surface clears up. You recognize it. Yeah, You don't have to try to constantly uh, line up the surface. You realize the surface has certain uh, restrictions, certain truths which is it comes and goes it therefore it's not reliable yeah so on and so forth it's inherently empty that's why you're having us in a subjective experience if something was real it would impose its reality on you but it doesn't does it yeah even the biggest things like traumas don't impose a reality on the person who seems to be had by it yeah the person, from where the person is, more meanings flowing into the trauma than meaning coming from the trauma, because the mean the trauma has no meaning. It's empty. We give it the meaning it has. And I've seen it. I I that was illuminated when I was in the hospital and I was in a very serious ward with a lot of serious trauma. And maybe the exact trauma wasn't the same, but there's how many legs are there and bones are there. So we pretty much had the same trauma. We were all pretty much screwed. And they wanted us to talk to each other to get some kind of support, obviously, the doctors and the nurses. And they wanted us, 
if some of us would leave whenever we left, they wanted us to stay in touch, yeah, for the help. And so some people that had this incredible bad motorcycle accident never drank. They started to drink, yeah. Others who drank stopped drinking, yeah. It just went on. And the reactions to basically the same trauma were quite different based on how it was being seen and how you see things is the meaning that's given to it. Yes, really. How you see things is a meaning that's given to it. So many of us have been fed and have lived on a very, a, a diet of scarcity and constantly, constantly withholding to, you know, through a meritocracy that you can never really win on. Yeah, we have a thing in our head playing God. And we're not that which is playing God. We're that which is being played by that which is playing God, <laughs> in a sense. We have taken on a role that we can be dominated by something else. Yeah, Are we that role? No, but we're living as if we are. And that's the action figure. And something is playing God on us. Yeah. And it ain't God, by the way. <laughs> the definition of God, he doesn't play God. It doesn't play God. Something other plays God. Yeah. I would say it, it, it where can you can't you can't say where the mental activity is, really. You can vaguely say it's in the brain, but no, it it broadcasts, yeah. And that mental activity is where that root of the situation lies. And that's where the voice comes in, the narration. You know, it's not like, can you imagine if we had a GPS where you could get in like an Australian bloke's voice on the GPS or, you know, a nice like nurse-like voice soothing all the time, but you got yours, yeah? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're so sick and tired of hear listening to it, but you can't stop. <laughs> yeah so i'm just sharing from how it happened with me yeah i heard the message and the message was i heard it and it was like a knowledge before knowledge yeah and then it felt like an unspoken yes it felt like it had been reverberating but i hadn't been noticing it and someone just triggered that noticing maybe not even the, it wasn't the person it was what moves through satsang and that satsang triggered it and the satsang was framed by an understanding of non-duality which to me is one of the most probably the most beautiful understanding because you are what you're looking for. It's like unbelievably gorgeous. Yeah. It takes, it compresses space and time, which are the biggest ingredients of the dreaming. It just goes, Hey, yeah, we are what we're looking for. Wow. With no requirements, there's not 80 pages of heroic, you know, journeys you have to take. You don't have, it's, it's just, you are what you're looking for right now with no requirement necessary to be what you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. So beautiful message, I feel. And it really, it, it really brought about because, you know, these, these big moments you can have where you get a huge free sample, they can dissipate in time. Yeah. 
There's many stories. One of the first people who wrote a book that was framed as a non-duality was a lady who sort of was totally flipped out, she thought. And then finally, after 20 years, she ran into a Tibetan monk and she and he told her, hey, you're fucking woken up. You woke up. You're everything. everything. Wow. So this the thing that was driving her crazy was now, oh, the greatest thing I could possibly have. And then she seemed to have lost it near the end and flipped out. Yeah, it was one of the first books that people would get in this. It was a woman. I think she lived around here in Marin. Yeah. And so it was like a weird thing. Yeah. Wow. So she had it, then she didn't, then she got it and lost it. Yeah. <laughs> now that sounded like everything else. Yeah. That sounded like you were the bigger player in non-duality than non-duality, because that's how we go. We have something, we blow it, we get it. Da, 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 da. It sounded the same thing. But then I listened enough and I realized wait a minute, they're not talking about that. They're not talking about a condition that's based on my condition. They're talking about a condition that's not based on any conditions. Yeah? And now I'm not going to get it or experience it or arrive there. I'm, I am actually that which I'm looking for. What? Yeah. Yeah. You mean right now? Yes. Here? Yes. Yeah. Then, all right, just like when I was a kid and I went to school, Catholic school, and they would have every week we would hear about God and they would tell us the three qualities of God, you know, omniscient, omnipresent, omnipotent. So all powerful, all whatever, all, all present, you know, whatever. And seriously, as a little kid, I was wondering why I'm not running into God. It just blew my mind. I mean, I'm running into bullies that I don't want to see. I've been trying to avoid them all day. I'm running into them, but God never hit, no, don't bump into it, nothing. Where the fuck, what's going on? If it's always, if it's everywhere at all times, da, 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 where the fuck am I? <laughs> How can I be missing it? Yeah. So this is the obscuring agent, obviously. Yeah. Why would you want to use the obscuring agent as the vehicle to the gods? It's going to take you to Hoboken. It's going to take you, yes. it's going to take you the wrong place. Yes. So, so tell the truth about now here with the understanding of non-duality. Don't tell the truth from your understanding because that's not true. Yeah. Tell the truth with an understanding like a pair of glasses, let's say called non-duality and just tell the truth. Let all the shit that you've been avoiding to feel like you're it land, and it's going to show you you're not it. Yeah? If you allow all this stuff you're afraid to be, if you allow it all to land, it's going to reveal it's not true. Yeah? But if you keep trying to make it not true, it's as true as true can be. It's running your fucking life in some respect. So here, great news. You are what you're looking for. Fantastic news. The seeker isn't going to be a long journey to arrive at the sort. The seeker is the sort. Just compressed space and time. Just took the two biggest ingredients of dreaming and just compressed them. Yeah. You know what? Everyone is always looking for the faster way. Even the Course of Miracles says, hey, 
for some of you who are reading this, our job as the Course of Miracles is to save you time. Very fucking valuable. Save you time. What would, what would, how much time would be saved if time and space was negated? A lot of fucking time. Yeah. The seeker is the sort. Yeah. It, not, it was, and then it's, and it will be, but it is. Yeah. Beautiful. So if you were always moving, yeah, you would never see what's moving you in a sense. Yeah. You would take yourself to be still when your head was fucking monkeying. Yeah. You would get physically still, but you're not still, obviously. Yeah. You're agitated, irritable, restless, da 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 da. When if something could stop, you could mimic that stop. Yeah. If you had an example of something stopping, you could probably pick up stopping. You could. Yeah. And this is what the free samples are in non duality in a way. We call it in recovery pause. There's, you're going to be paused. Like when I was reading this book by Ramesh Balsakar, the first one, this book called Who Cares? That book, reading it, not the book, but there was a lot of pause being produced where I there was just a stop, yeah? Everything stopped. And then sometimes I just poked the book down and just laid there because it was so different. The fucking thing was different, yeah? It was different, yeah? <laughs> Every time I wanted to get going, it would stop me in my tracks. It was fantastic. Every time I jumped into my spiritual sports car, put it in into first, it would stop me in my tracks. Said, you are what you're looking for. I just couldn't. So after a while, that habit was broken, finally. Yeah. The habit of, you know, you are what you're looking for. Where? You know, let's get it. Let's go. No, you are what you're looking for right here and now. <laughs> you are it. That thing that says it's being you is not you. Hallelujah. Yeah. It's doing you. It's not being you. So this message is, that's why I'm here. You know, I'm here, for, but because of two messages, really. One, I got struck sober. So something took any... The ears were taken out of it. I was just whacked. <laughs> and something just, it was like a CNN news flash on a screen. And it was, I'm fucked. And I'm not managerial quality. And those two things were the first big bellwether. It was. It was unbelievable. And, I, from the, and it produced an effect which is 35, almost 36 years of, of sobriety, straight sobriety. Yeah, unbelievable. I couldn't stay sober for 36 minutes. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then over time, I ran into non-duality. I really did. I didn't, wasn't looking for it. I didn't really know it. I didn't have any idea of what it was. And I hadn't heard it, actually. You know, there's a lot of it in The Course of Miracles, if you can get through some of the other stuff. It's, the nuggets are in there, but sometimes you need someone to lend you a pair of glasses so you can see the nuggets, because they're everywhere. All the writings, you'll see 
the nuggets of non-duality, truly. Yeah. Instead of thinking that's where you're going to go, you got to hear it as on having never left, really. That's the logic of non-duality. The logic of non-duality is not another launching pad for you to go somewhere. It's a recognition on having never left. So the non-duality just worked. It just, because all the weird, like, all the all the mental tires that were like squares that weren't going anywhere got rounded by hearing the message. And because it, it rang so true, and it, can, and it still does, yeah? It has a certain timber that in, in, in this event is undeniable just undeniable it just rings so true i haven't looked for anything else yeah and i don't see myself doing that i feel it's done and so much other doneness came after it yeah. now it may not help me do my taxes or do anything like that but it gives us a certain uh you know with any the, the real value in non-duality is for the action figure literally because it produces an effect the action figure can't produce nor can it find out here it does and then the action figure chills out with no apparent reason for it yeah it's not like I have a huge bump in the money that I have or anything like that. You just chill out with no, there's no logic to it. You just chill out. Yeah. Because obviously what you are is starting to reverberate through the shell that you take yourself to be, so to speak. Yes. So what you are is starting to reverberate and it's affecting the action figure, not from without, but mostly from within. Yeah. It's like a thief in the night. But after time, years of time, you recognize certain observations, which is traveling lighter is one of them. Yeah, I've realized, I believed if my life was going to get better, the way things happened was going to change. I didn't have any belief that it was going to be, I'm going to be able to travel through a lighter through whatever is happening. Yeah. In other words, so the things don't have to change for this lightness to work, where the only way I saw it before is shit has to change. Yeah. Either this shit or this shit. Either I got to transcend or get above it so I don't get affected anymore, or I've got to live in a fucking like upper middle way type of retreat center where I got gourmet shit, but also the, it's like the monastic chic something. It had a little look. It was a lot of, like massages and shit like that. <laughs> I thought that, that would have worked, but I don't know how long they would have let me stay there. Yeah. So this is an all-terrain vehicle understanding, and it's going to validate itself by its use, really. Yeah. Yeah. It will. I mean, uh, oof. So here we are, and I'd be here every day if people wanted me to be, yeah. But I realize, uh, you know, the first retreat we were going to have was going to be retreat from Paul. And the retreat was going to be, I was going to meet you 
and I was going to give you some CDs and shit. And then after about a week of you checking me out, I would, I would swear that I'm not going to run into you for the next year. And you'd sense a great presence from my absence. So I would ask for a small fee, obviously. And if you like that out for the weekend, you could sign up for a couple of years and I would keep my promise not to run into you and you'd probably feel much better. You'd have a sense of presence by my absence. Yeah. There you go. No one signed up for that, but um, <laughs> nor did anyone sign up with my squirrel suit thing of, you know, the last days of your life, the squirrel suit adventure. But wait, it's it's still cooking. We may get it. We may get it going soon. I'm a believer in it. I am. All right. Well, I'm going to say uh, anyone else wants to say anything. Keep it short. <laughs> Can you hear me? Is my microphone working? Who's? Me. Your my microphone. Yes. Yeah. There's a great one-man play that we give different meaning to uh, the crucifixion, where the reason that Jesus was crying, hanging up there on the cross, was he was seeing all his uh, devotees that were at his feet, and they were really upset about him dying. And he was... He was Oh my God, why do they still not get it? Why are they still hanging on about this physical body and my death? That's why he was upset. <laughs> oh, that's been bothering me all these years. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> Thank you. I like what he supposedly said, hey, forgive them for they do not know what they do. How's that was that? another, another um, uh, moment. That's a nice one. We had a guy that used to come here. We used to call him on having never left, but he left. <laughs> but he'd always talk about the innocence, you know, that he felt inside that hadn't been tarred or feathered or 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 marred or tattooed by whatever happened. It's never lost. We may become lost. It isn't. And I used to love that that uh, that quality. Yeah. Yeah. I find a lot of people are looking for permission to sort of to be okay. They're not getting it from their own head who's playing the role of a warden or something. And a lot of times it's a very convoluted uh, obstacle course they have to run to get uh, to be okay to sort of enjoy something. But it's usually very compressed in a time and a space and then back to the fucking meritocracy. The beautiful thing is if I can play that role for anyone here, yes, you have permission. Yeah. Yeah. What's withholding itself and therefore seemingly where being withheld. Yeah. Hmm. This is what non-duality in my experience did. It gave me permission to give up the ghost, literally. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many levels of relief. There are. There's like a relief uh, that is from, there's a built-in tension in the body driven by a head, yes? 
of this desire to get something and the fear it's not. And it's it creates all it's almost as if you're you're like a guitar wire too tight, yes? So you can't hit the notes that you could because it's too tight. It's been strung too tight. And then you entertain these ideas and a relief comes over that instrument and you can't fucking believe it. Yeah. Yeah, that which you thought, a note you thought you could never play is being played every day through you. Incredible. Yeah, so... If you feel anything in these talks, it's not me and it's not you. It's the grace of satsai. Yeah, let it sit in here. It's like a the best dry shower in the world. You can just come in here and you'll feel renewed and refreshed and you haven't done shit. And you can do it laying down, asleep, standing up, eating dinner. It doesn't matter. Satsang is a very powerful juice in my view. Yeah. A whole lot gets done in satsang. A whole lot. So, all right, Mike, anyone? David down under. Hey, David. Now we can't hear you well there. David, go ahead. Hi, Mike. G'day, everybody. G'day, Paul. You just hit um, right on two things that I feel all the time. It's like my whole life, I'm always seeking permission. Like, um, and and the other thing, the way I put it, the other thing you said there is, I feel like in my life I've got everything I want. You know, like I've I've always got everything, but then when I when I get it, a split second later, it moves on to something else. Like I haven't got anything. You know, it moves on to something else that I want. Like for instance, I'm living on my own again now, so every night I've been listening to a YouTube of yours. Um, doesn't matter which one, you know, like I just pick them randomly. And it's so then just last night, I've been doing that for about a month or two. And then last night up here starts playing tricks with me, you know, where you're only doing it like, like it's Paul Hedeman, your saviour, you know, sort of thing. And, and, and like it makes up a million stories up here, of, you know, guilt and shit going on. It really annoys the shit out of me, you know. I just want it to stop sometimes, even though I realise sometimes that it's not going on. You know, if you know what I mean. Yeah, that, yes. anyway, that's... Yeah. But Dave, know what's great? In time, the volume decreases. Yeah? Yeah. It does. Yeah, and I... It I feel that like it, it, won't, it won't tell you it's been decreased, but it decreases. Yes. Yeah, it's it's like so like, like, say for instance this week, it seems like I can't remember exactly. So we're in the fourth day of the week here, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and and yeah. like two of the days, the Monday and Tuesday, I, I woke up and then within thirty seconds, up here just starts going stupid, you know, and I feel sick and. And like from it and everything else, and then it was like Wednesday. It's there's just nothing there, you know. Yesterday, there's there's just there's there's nothing. It's just like peace, and it's pretty peaceful all day. And then this morning was sort of like halfway in between the two. But I I, I suppose I I think when I feel like up in here's got 
what I've not talked into that my life's not going right, that that's when I, I, and I get sucked in, but I'm not get sucked in by it. I believe it all. And, and I think the peaceful days is just when I'm, I'm just sort of being and, and I'm, there's nothing to listen to. There's yeah, nothing going on. So I sort of think, but I wish they'd be more peaceful ones, even though I know they're, they're all peaceful. The beautiful thing, though, Dave, is with all the different levels and conditions, there's the one condition that's noticing it all. And that one condition that notices all the changes and the ups and downs isn't changing or having ups or downs. Yeah? Yeah. It's, it's weird because when you find what you are, it's not going to... It's gonna not gonna be anything like what you thought. Yeah. It's just yeah. something that's more quiet than any fucking mental whip whisper, but its presence is super fucking loud. You just have to see. Yeah. And it's just yeah. a matter of time until you your feet alight on that little base and you get a sense of of that that awesomeness of never changing, never up and down, never this or that, never left or right. Yes? Just the sense of I am. Yeah? Yeah. I, yeah. yeah and I, I feel I get little pokes of it all the time. Like two weeks ago today, I wrote my car off, you know? And I've never owned a new car in my life. It wasn't my fault. Like someone hit someone, hit me, and I hit someone else. I've never owned a new car in my life, but that was as new a car as I, I sort of had. So it was like it sort of like bullshit precious to me, <laughs> you know. I sort of, uh, most of the sense it, I haven't even done anything about it yet. I, I'm like, it's, it's, it's sort of like half the time I'm not even bothered about it. I, I know that it'll just sort itself out. So that's a massive difference for me since I've been, um, coming here, you know, I never that that sort of feeling would have never happened before. I know that I'd I'd be agitated, I'd be fucked up all the time over that. Yeah, you know, a bit a little bit like the people waiting for their late plane. You know, I, I knew what you meant when you said that 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 spins me out. You know, so, yeah, yeah, but I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks again. Paul. All the moving away and a moving from can't move away or from that, which is noticing it all. That's the beauty, yeah? It really is. And there'll be a convincing of that. Yeah, yeah there will be, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. We have a statement in recovery. This power is going to constantly reveal stuff to you yeah yes so see we have been living on one basis and therefore when we think about the word basis we imply our only definition and what it was like to live under this mental basis this basis of awareness is not like that yeah when you start landing there, what's going to come up through your feet isn't going to be irritability, restlessness, and discontent. Yeah, it's going to be quite disarming. Yeah, yeah. 
You know what they used to say? You take your shoes off and then walk on the grass, yeah? Sometimes you'll get a spurt of something from it, the energy. Well, this is a way. We've been wearing mental shoes. We've never ran. We never ran in the grass, yeah? Now we're taking those shoes off and we're walking in the grass. We can feel it. We can feel the dew. We can feel this. Yes, yes. And that feeling doesn't... Ex uh, trigger irritability, restlessness, and discontent, maybe in the head, but not of us, yes? And there's a reliability that has never been met before because it was what's looking, yeah? And we were busy looking for, yeah? But it, when you put your foot on this ground over and over again, you're going to know its reliability and so solidness and it's going to really chill out uh, the meaning that's given to all the head activity. It is. Yeah. It could happen all at once. It doesn't matter because it's inevitable. Yeah. Like, you know, if you feel like you've gone, you're always going to go back to the source. Not S-A-U-C-E. S-O-U-R-C-E. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My girlfriend was say, thinking mar marinara, and I had to correct a sauce, S-O-U-R-C-E. Yeah? What, if anything, whatever goes, always goes back. So, And what you're greeted with when you seemingly have gone and gone back is on having never left. Yeah? It's almost like a lullaby. It's quite soothing. Yeah? Yes. Remember when you were afraid in bed and, and your mother would sing a, I, for me, it was like my grandmother would sing an Irish fucking song. And I would go, you know, we loved my grandmother. She was perfect. So there was no sense of threat or fear when I was with her. I would just relax and I'd be asleep in a second. Yes? These are mimicking of what this is like to rely on what's reliable. Yeah, yeah. So. You're going to really, I mean. Uh, you know, that familiar identity that you may have gotten used to is going to break down as you get older. Yeah. A lot of people, it's scary because they're going into a, a, the breaking down seems to be accelerating and they're entering dementia and fucking like this. Yes. You're going to be already through that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what flips a lot of heads out? is it starts having different feelings and it can't understand it. Let's say like getting old. Yeah. And it, it can't understand it because it has a picture of you as 23 or something in all in every room. It has a little pinup of you, you know, and things are changing. Life has changed. Your head doesn't is has not gone along with that change, hasn't fit itself around that, and now is frustrated and confused when this which it thought was it and so reliable is breaking down. 
memories, shit like this, like that. Because everything that came is going to go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, see, the, med, the, the mental state will make many beds to lay down in, but you're not going to find any rest there. This is when you put your, the son of man can find no place to rest its head. This is the place. It's not a place where you can rest your head. Yeah. Not the head getting rest, resting the head. <laughs> yeah. Give up your ideas of what the target and the goal is and find out what it's like. Yeah, just be open to what's actually being revealed instead of your preset ideas of revelations. Yeah, just like the old faith mind said, don't you know, don't be looking for the truth. Just stop cherishing your opinions. That's basically it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a losing, there's losing interest in what you believe was reliable, your identity, your appearance, whatever. And there's a gaining interest in what's truly reliable. Yeah. When you sit down there, it doesn't trigger anxiety and seeking and drive. It, it, it triggers a disarming, a relaxing, yes? Yeah. Yeah. People want to be, want to have the experience as an experience for the head. It's not it's not available. Yeah. Unfortunately, for people who want to seek, you are what you're looking for. <laughs> That's the point. Yeah. Maybe it's unfortunate in their view, but I think enough of us had enough shit fail. Hopefully, we can see the success in all that. Yeah. Why isn't it that I can't transcend? Because you're in an imaginary condition, as an imaginary condition. <laughs> oh, I thought I was blowing it. I know you did, but you weren't. Yeah. You didn't fail and everyone else succeeded. Yeah. Yeah. It's not true. Yeah. Isn't our condition awakeness and then some people seemingly awake to that? But you know, these people that are in certain circles are guaranteed to be awake. They haven't left, have they? I still see these people. Yeah. They didn't, you know, they didn't, you know, burst a flame and... You know, obviously they would want to have a YouTube video of it, but a burst of flame and shit. And then there'd be subscribing for donations from the hereafter. <laughs> Who knows? But, you know, there's a lot of seeming people awake. The person, you know, where the person didn't just fall off like a leaf from a tree. Yeah. The tree lies, you know, Let's the root realizes it's not the leaf, but the leaf keeps appearing. Yes. Yeah. So.
Yeah. All right. Who? Uh, David raised hand. Okay. David. Oh, we no, we went through that. <laughs> no new. There's no new one. <laughs> it's a that's the past tense. That's don't, a historic event. Don't, David don't raised hand. A little bit too. <laughs> David raised hand. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyone else? Or we'll, uh, I'm just going to say a hearty welcome to everyone that I like here. Lisa, Lisa from Alabama. Yes, Miss Amelia. She's, she's Alan Olson. I had a great pleasure. I met Alan on the Zoom, but then I met him in, in Italy last year with his wife. It was great. Kenneth, Kenneth, I want to, you know, your share the other day was quite moving about the grief for your some a significant other that was like that was high quality gold i just wanted to let you know kathleen always a pleasure to watch kathleen from the confused uh lost whatever and now yes very nice mike g a pleasure i used to see mike at la meetings and now i see him here and saw him down in uh joshua tree mike has has made me a beautiful invitation that i'll take up someday soon but who knows when yeah yes mike c i met mike in uh obviously that we didn't meet it's always been the way it is but hey let's tell a story I met Mike in the city and it was like I, he never left. <laughs> One of the most generous persons I've met. He would drive me to the airport and do tons of shit. I really appreciate you, Mike. Frank, Frank, I was so happy he finally found mayonnaise for that ham and cheese sandwich. Very good, Frank. Yes. David. No more ham. On this for the down under folks. And uh, there you are. Yes. We got Floyd, the silver, William Stamps. He sticks with it. I think it's paying off in some respects. Eric Platt. Eric, you're a lifetime member of ZenBishSlap.com. Yeah. You have a lot of fringe benefits, but you're not in the need to know the fringe benefits. Just watch out for them as you keep living. Yeah. Sherry, a lovely character in San Diego. We got to meet her lovely daughter last week or something. We got Julius in Byron Bay. Wow. Nice to see you, Julius. Uh, Alan, oh yeah, we got Alfonso. Alfonso, he's always going to be remembered as a, uh, uh, he, he was a witness at a great culinary event, the Brenda Lee Mexican restaurant in Dover, New Jersey. Nice to see you, Alfonso. Giovanni, Giovanni, Giovanni in Hello. Brazil. Giovanni okay, I, just, has... I just, I just want to say that nothing can ever be taken away from this and nothing can be added to this. This is, yeah. this is the download I just had. Oh, great. Great. That's a download that keeps downloading. It's a little, it's a perpetual verb there. Yeah, okay. pretty good. Nice to see you, Giovanni. 
Nice. Ram Charan, he's blessed us with his presence once again. Yeah. Mia, ah, Mia. Mia, remember those shoes you bought me? I finally put them on today. Did they fit? <laughs> Better late than never, these things. Oh, good. Wait, yeah. let me see. I can't see. It was a, one of these, uh, the emu. Oh, good. Are yeah, they comfy? So Are far. They... Oh, cool. I have to try oh, them. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'm glad yeah. to hear that. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> See you soon. Yeah. Bill Churchman, yeah. To let us know when you're coming and everything, yeah. We're, okay. And Anu is and Jim, back. And Jim says hi as well. Jim says hi. Yeah. He's Hello, just taken mum. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. All right. Anu, as always, what a pleasure. Thank you for all the support. <laughs> Steve in San Diego. What happened there? When are we uh, going to Italy? I don't know. Probably. And we're not going to do anything there this year. Okay. The two first two retreats, we we got COVID both times. <laughs> I think like telling me something. So I think we're going to either we're going to we go, go to Little Italy scheme or something. But, we can go to some cities, Little Italy. It'll be sort of like it. Yes, literally Italy, I'll get a cold. Yeah, yeah. It's a Sicilian part of New York or something. Yeah, well, there's enough of that. Yeah. yeah. All right, Dennis W. Nice to see you, Dennis. Uh, we got Bill C. Nice to see you, Bill, again. Uh, let me go to the next page. Uh, I think that's it. We got phone number, Lindy. Lynn, thank you for coming and hanging out with us. Fletch, Rye, Susanna W. Susanna, uh, I'm going to call you up tonight in a little while. Tofa, Tofa is back. Uh, he's vacationing at Zen Bitchlap for a little while. That's good. Uh, I think that's it. If anyone has any questions, uh, answer, ask them now, or we're going to close the curtain. Mike G. Yes, sir. What is it? Oh, I don't have a question. Oh, all right. Good. I, I was, I was unmuting, getting ready to say thanks to you and thanks to Mike. Oh, great. Thank you. Yeah, I was, uh, I was prepping. <laughs> I want to thank, I want to thank all of you. Yes. Thank you very much. Yeah. Right on, man. You, you bring out the best in me. You really do. It's fantastic. Thank you. All right, guys. I'll see you soon. We're going to be, again, Mike, if you can put that up, the meeting's going to be at the house this Saturday, the live meeting. And we'll have the regular Zoom at one. And, uh, and tomorrow we have recovery meeting, which is great, 1030 Pacific time. Thanks, guys. Thank you.